this is the in focus podcast from the hindu hello and welcome to another edition of the in focus podcast i am your host g sampat many of india's top sports bodies are in some kind of governance related trouble the indian olympic association is facing suspension by the international olympic committee if it doesn't hold elections very soon the all india football federation could get banned by fifa if it doesn't get its governance governance related issues sorted quickly and hockey india too is in trouble with the international hockey federation threatening to strip india of its hosting rights for the 2023 hockey world cup all this comes close on the heels of match fixing allegations made against the table tennis federation of india by a senior player so what exactly is going on with india's sports bodies what happens to indian athletes if these suspensions any of them come to pass and where does the buck stop when it comes to holding our sports administrators accountable we explore all these questions in this episode of the in focus podcast and our guest today is vijay lokapalli editorial consultant with sports star vijay thank you so much for joining us thank you sampat it's a very interesting topic to discuss Yes and uh, Vijay the IOA the AIFF hockey india all of them are in trouble with international governing bodies of their respective sport so can you explain briefly what exactly has gone wrong with each of these bodies is it something that could have been averted absolutely sampat it should have been averted for the simple reason that the each of these institutions federations or association whatever you want to address them as have a constitution to follow and uh, if they stick to constitution i can't see any reason why uh, there should be any uh, court cases uh, involving these associations their primary job is to run the sport conduct all the tournaments pick and send the indian teams abroad for competitions and uh, basically uh, look to improve the state of sport but unfortunately in india there are very few associations who have followed the norms at some point or other they have had litigation issues and uh, uh, where uh, the constitution has not been adhered to we know what happened in the bcci supreme court had to set up a committee to uh, set up the reform now same thing has happened to ioa eiff uh, hockey india Table Tennis Federation of India. So it is. I think the primary blame lies with the administrators because they are the ones who create all this trouble uh, because of their hunger to hang on to power. Right. So you spoke about uh, not following the constitution that each of these bodies are required to do. But with the All India Football Federation, for example, there is a lot of talk of uh, amending its constitution in order to hold elections. So is it the constitution itself that is the problem, which needs to be amended, brought there, the brought up to date with whatever sports code, etc.? Or is it the fact that they have got a good constitution which they are not following? Which of the two is the issue, according to you? See, if they if they follow the sports code, now sports code is something uh, which has to be. Um, we have to understand that uh, all the bodies have to come under its purview, and in as far as AIFF is concerned, they kept on defying it, and then a stage came where the courts had to intervene. and appoint a committee of administrators because they were certain uh, they were looking to amend certain clauses in the constitution which suited certain individuals 
But here, thanks to the timely intervention of the courts, because if you continue, uh, if they had continued with what they were wanting to, uh, the FIFA, see FIFA has already warned uh, the AIFF that it stands to be, it could be suspended. So when that happens, is there any any purpose of these officials serving as in the federation for so long if your nation if your team cannot go and participate in international tournaments so here the court has to pass to ensure that the new constitution passes the muster of the members court fifa it's a double edged sword if you ask me sampath of aiff is in in deep trouble and they will have to soon understand that a constitution which adheres to the sports code which meets the requirement of the court where uh, principal office bearers have to have to fall in line and ensure that the federation is run even though EFF doesn't get funds from the government but still has uh, to be accountable and it is time they set up a constitution which is acceptable to all especially uh, uh, under the uh, radar of courts uh, who have seen to it that the game should not uh, suffer players should not suffer but the federation has to be run according to the constitution right uh, can you talk a little bit about what's been going on with the indian olympic association and the communication it has received from the international olympic committee well if you look at indian olympic association uh, it has been there for years and years from the time i remember i started my career in the mid 80s there were always some trouble in the ioa they were at loggerheads because the power it gives you you see the, as ioa president as ioa secretary you have a control over the association you have control over the votes uh, because they are the ones they vote you to power and when you are sitting in that position you are actually running indian sport minus cricket tennis and maybe football uh, you are running indian sport because uh, the ioa uh, is directly answerable to ioc and where uh, the international committee has its representative in india that is ioa and they control the power there is so much of money there is so much of uh, what should i say i mean there are perks look at the perks every every cycle you get to go and uh, watch and follow uh, big events like olympics asian games uh, now the saf games is not there or the continental games wherever they are so these are are big perks these they give you a fantastic ringside view of the greatest sporting events and who would not who would want to miss it sampat so ioa has always been uh, what should i say there have always it's a very on paper you may think it is run it's being run smoothly but there are so many factions within the ioa compromises are made time and again and now look at it the stage has been reached where uh, again it is a headless body there is a a uh, temporary acting president anil khanna who is a fantastic administrator if you ask me he's a right choice he should have been there in the first place but like i said the politics which uh, controls indian sport is beyond you and me 
Right. You said the Indian Olympic Association uh, wields a lot of control over other associations. Did you mean that uh, it wields exercises control over other associations that has to do with uh, wrestling and ho- uh, football, hockey and other, all the Olympic sports such as boxing, etc.? Of course, because all these federations are members of the IOA. So they are answerable to IOA and it is whatever federation you have mentioned, Fred Wrestling, uh, weightlifting, boxing, they are all key members of the IOA. So uh, they are, we can say, uh, uh, in control. Uh, they are controlled by the Indian Olympic Association because their, their international participation is controlled by them. And the fact that it is a body where all these associations come together and pick their office bearers who in turn look after them. So it is it is a it's a vicious cycle and it is only sports journalists who have been in the profession for more than 20 30 years will understand that uh, they have actually come to control indian sport by way of their vote power they the more votes you have you are in the in, in the seat to control whether as secretary whether as president of the ioa and in turn you are in touch with the IO, the International Olympic Committee also. So it is a, it is a club kind of, I would say it is a club. People would, you, critics would say that the BCCI is a cozy club, but I think IOA is no different. Right. And what exactly is happening with Hockey India? Because there have been talk that, you know, India may not be allowed uh, to host the 2023 World Cup which is scheduled to be uh, you know, taking place in India because of various uh, governance-related issues and so on. Absolutely, Sampath. It is very unfortunate that uh, there are now cases again Narendra Batra. He has been a very passionate uh, sports promoter and for, he has done a lot for hockey, getting sponsors, getting events to India and taking personal interest also. There, people at times thought that he was interfering, but he was not. So what kind of cases have been filed against Batra? Like what, what, what has he been accused of? Well, there was, a, if you remember, there was a CBI raid against case against him for misappropriation of funds, which is, um, which is for we'll have to wait because it is subjudice. That is the case going on against him. But if you see, hockey has been run efficiently. They have a good CEO, an Australian lady, Elena. She has, she has been. As, as they say, hands-on uh, when it comes to taking decisions. Hockey is one sport where the international participation has been fantastic. They have shown results with the bronze medal at the Tokyo Olympics after 41 years India got a medal, Olympic medal in hockey. So it is a sport uh, which if you see with, of course, government funding, Hockey cannot survive in India without support from the government and that is what it has got. You look at Orissa state government, it has pumped in so much money into hockey with fantastic facilities to hold international events. And unless they set their house in order, have a fresh election, proper office bearers, and they are again, uh, they will be the first to the first to adopt the uh, sports code whenever it comes into focus. But uh, as of now, they are in danger of uh, losing the World Cup if they don't set their house in order with Batra, who has resigned as the IOA president, as the International Hockey Federation president, as the IOA president, an IOC member. So you can see he was so much involved. 
he was always available for players now it is another matter uh, like i said subjudice we don't know uh, the case uh, misappropriation of funds case against him it is proved he will uh, in any case he has resigned from all the posts and i can't see him coming back because he is not the one who will take this insult after doing so much of work for the sport right so you you spoke about holding elections and even the international olympic committee uh, and uh, fih the international hockey federation uh, they've all been saying or even fifa they all of them have been saying hold elections and you know uh, get your new office bearers in place but uh, that elections have not been happening who or what force is stopping these bodies from having elections and get the ball rolling again no the elections will now have to happen because they have been served warning by the respective international federations if fifa steps in eff will have a lot to grieve about same thing if the international hockey federation takes action hockey in this country will take a back seat because it will suffer it has been looking up in recent times both men and women so and ioa also ioa if ioa is not in order its affiliate members are not in order you know so it is they are connected uh, with this progress and they will have to work together all these associations in the ioa the members of the aiff and also the hockey india so there is a lot at stake for indian sport and the government see a government will may not be interfering because fifa will not allow government interference similarly uh, the international olympic committee also will not allow government interference because it is against the olympic charter they uh, they believe that they have to be independent in running sport no government interference is, is tolerated so when you say no government interference is tolerated do you mean to say that the sports ministry has no role to play in helping to resolve uh, this current mess well sports ministry if you see it can it can derecognize the federation and stop giving funds which is a big blow to any any uh, sports association in the country other than uh, all in the lawn tennis association because they have they are self sufficient similarly board of control for cricket in india they don't need any funds from the government but most other sport cannot survive without government support and without government recognition because to go and participate as india you have to have a mandatory clearance from the union ministry of sports otherwise you cannot go and play as india outside so if that is taken back is taken away from you and there is no government funding for your sport to survive uh, the same federations will shut down so they will have to fall in line and of course like i said union sports ministry has a certain code the code of conduct code of its own sports code you follow that code they have nothing to interfere for they want to promote sports and they will be funding your federation but only and only if you are legally legal occupants of your positions in the federation right so this uh, speaking of legal uh, operations and so on the indian olympic association this is not the first time they are facing a ban uh, from the ioc they have already been banned once before at least which was in 2012 so it's like happening all over again was the ban the last time for the same reasons like w- why does this keep happening see uh, once you they, uh, the international federations are very very clear they will not allow any deviation from 
the normal code of conduct and also spirit of the game. There are certain things which are clearly lined out. So, if the International Olympic Committee is unhappy with the functioning of the IOA, they will... Which aspect of IOA's functioning are they unhappy with? Here it was uh, the fact that the government was, uh, if you look at, look, if you, if, I mean, if you look at IOA, right, it is, one is the constitution and the elections. The elections have to be held on time. Not even the international committee will tolerate that and not the government because you will, uh, Union Sports Ministry may not be funding IOA, but it is lending the name of India. So all the federations are functioning under the umbrella of IOA. And if the IOA itself is not following norms and not holding elections on time, then all these sanctions will come. And I'm not surprised because in, in IOA has had a running battle between the president and the secretary for their own personal reasons. It's been going there for a long time and it has impacted uh, India's reputation uh, in, in international sports. So it is high time. Has this impacted uh, the India's preparation for the Commonwealth Games in any way, you think? No, Sampad. The, 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 the preparations were on because the government ensured most of the federations, like I said, they are answerable to the government. So the government ensured that the preparations did not take a back seat and uh, all the camps were in place, all the foreign exposure tools were in place. But there were certain aspects, like today you must have read how uh, the problems in the Table Tennis Federation of India, the selection issues have ruined the chances of Indian women's team, which is now out of uh, a medal race. So you can imagine the kind of impact it has had on a sport like table tennis where the internal wranglings of the TTFI and the court cases and the new selection committee, some of the selections, how they have impacted the sport that India has lost a sure shot medal in Commonwealth Games. Right. Uh, one final question, Vijay, before we wrap up. You spoke a little while back uh, about how there's been this delay in elections and now which which will no longer be tolerated. And then uh, you also spoke about how uh, Narendra Batra, who's been a veteran for a long time involved uh, in Indian sport, uh, who's not not going to be coming back, uh, most unlikely to come back in any case. So if we uh, say bye-bye to the current crop of administrators who many would argue have outlived uh, their utility, so to speak. Does India have a talented pool of sports administrators, the next generation of sports administrators, who can replace the ones who have been running the show in many cases for 20-25 years and in also many cases in violation of the sports code, which is why uh, many of these federations are facing trouble today? Do we have an alternative generation of good talented administrators. Why not, Sampath? I mean, if you see this current generation of players, administrators, coaches, the technical hands, they are second to none. If you ask me, I would love to have young sports administrators because they will bring in fresh ideas. They bring in a lot of energy. But of course, you cannot replace uh, experience. You just can't do away with uh, just because somebody is 50 year old, you will say no. We want a youngster. No, that doesn't happen. There are certain uh, very good administrators, like I just mentioned the name of Anil Khanna. He has been with the tennis, uh, sport of tennis, and uh, he has no self-promoting uh, motives. You know, he is there to serve the sport, and he has been. He has done well for tennis. Tennis has have never had such issues. So I think there is enough reason for us to 
uh, encourage the young people to come and run the Indian sports lab. Right. Let's hope uh, that happens uh, in the coming months and years. Thank you so much, Vijay, for sharing your thoughts and insights. Pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sampath. Thank you. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by the Hindu. We'll see you soon.